Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And I want to say this again. I said this at the, at the opening of the show. We're talking about sports here. And sports franchises make millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars for a lot of people. Management, the owner, the players, millions and millions of dollars. Criticizing sports is part of sports. And if somebody doesn't want to take the criticism that goes along with being in sports, then you don't have to be in sports. Do something else. But we're going to talk on the show a little bit about the Saints yesterday because this is a, a, this is a tipping point for the Saints, I think. I'm a fan. I've been following the Saints from the beginning. Like many of you, I was there in 1967 when John Gilliam ran the, the first uh, kickoff back for a touchdown at Tulane Stadium. I was at Tulane Stadium when Tom Dempsey uh, kicked the, the field goal. A lot of people say they were there, but they weren't. I was actually there. You know, I've been there through. I, I never put a bag on my head. Never wanted to. If people want to do that, that was their right. It was their expression. And I, I, I accept that. But I never did that. But in a very dignified way, there's nothing wrong with us talking about what's wrong with the Saints. Because clearly there is something wrong. Maybe even more than one thing. And so, in a dignified way, nobody should have a problem. Nobody should have a problem with this conversation following the game yesterday. We have been duped. Fans have been duped. We were told, and and look, a lot of sports experts were duped too. Oh, the Saints have an easy schedule. The the Saints have all the pieces in place. This is going to be a better year for the Saints. Look where we are. We went into that game yesterday in first place in our division. We had everything to play for, and from what I saw, the Saints didn't even know that the bye week was over. Let's see. First play of the game, let's give it to Alvin Kamara up the middle. I knew it was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. And the Falcons obviously knew it was going to happen. Most of it is just too predictable. It's bland. I mean, it's just blah. And it shouldn't be that way. I mean, there are teams that play with passion, that lose. That's better than just being blah. And I'm sorry, this is the truth. This is not the coach for the Saints. This should not be a head coach. 
after the game, Dennis Allen had a list of reasons the Saints lost the game. But I want you to listen to the passion in his voice. I want you to listen to the passion. I want you to listen to how upset this guy is that they just lost a game they should have won. Um, I thought we had our opportunities. I think this game really boiled down to um, our ability down there in the red area. Two penalties, two turnovers. One went for a pick six. Um, and then obviously defensively, our inability to um, stop the run. And that's really what the game, you know, boiled down to. That's what the game was all about. Coach Allen isn't pleased with the penalties that uh, made it harder for the Saints to score. Well, not that they ever scored a touchdown, but it made it harder for them to score when they really needed to. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the things is, you know, when you get down there and then all of a sudden you go from first and 10, a positive gain, and now it's first and 20, that, that puts you behind the sticks. It makes it more challenging. So I think that's one area that, you know, has been a problem is, is um, you know, the penalties, which, which, you know, I mean, it's first and 20. So... Um, I thought that was a I thought that was a big factor uh, today because on a couple of those plays that you know I thought we were going to be in you know pretty good field position and, and pretty good down and distance situation. So I think penalties are probably a, a big factor. What a leader! What a leader! Everything he said, you know, and I know. He doesn't have any any inside information. And, and, and Coach Allen can prove me wrong. But the players are not playing for this guy. The players can say whatever they want, but they're not playing for him. And the red zone, I guess we didn't see it, but I think on the sidelines, maybe they had signs that said, do not enter. When the Saints got close to the goal line, they said, do not enter. Maybe there were announcements that we didn't hear watching the game or listening to the game on WWL. Maybe we didn't hear the announcements, like when the Saints got close to the goal. Move along, boys. There's nothing for you to see here. Move along. Just move along. (laughs) It's pathetic. I'm sorry. I want to remain dignified here. Prove, if, if I'm wrong, prove me wrong. And if you're a coach and you don't show any passion whatsoever, none. Oh, just a couple of weeks ago, maybe, I think he said frickin'. But it, <sighs> this is unacceptable. Saints fans have been too damn good to the team to tolerate this. And yet, for the Saints, it's business as usual. They're not going to make any changes. And I fear that they spent so much money on Derek Carr that they won't admit it was a mistake and they'll keep playing him. Other teams make changes. Other teams bench quarterbacks. Other teams change coaches. It's too easy to just keep going along. And when the money is rolling in, what's the incentive to change? It's frustrating. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 